You want to bring us in, Daddy? <laughs> sure. <laughs> this is going to be a thick one. Welcome to the final episode of the opening round of the Dark Beers region of Head to Head. That was a mouthful, but get oriented, folks. Buckle up, because we've got two thick boys on our hands. It's the two nitro beers in the region, the four-seed left-hand milk stout versus the five-seed old dependable Guinness quote-unquote draft. Uh, Jake, let's... Crack one of these beers open because I am positively parched. You're positive. Which one do you want to start with? Probably the, what, the fourth seed? Yeah. Left-hand brewing? Yeah, I, this is uh, the left-hand milk stout. I have a soft spot in my heart for it. It was the second craft beer I ever purchased. The first one I ever purchased at Save More Liquors in Medford. Wow. Uh, I remember Shout it vividly. Uh, and I bought the, I, I was standing in the liquor store holding the regular and the nitro version. And I was like, I got to go nitro. Like, this has got to get whatever edge it can get. I didn't know it was going to be coming up against my other heartthrob Guinness. So uh, I'm torn in this matchup. This is like the, uh, like, you know, when every artist always has their, like, comeback tour, you know, yeah. like, oh, it's the Kiss World Tour again. You know, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's what Guinness later. does. It's like, oh, it's new. It's it's Guinness too. But it's just always the same every time. Yeah, I, I I think uh the draft is is incredible. But Jake, why are you f- I'm, fondling I'm, this can right now? You should be fondling the tab all right, all right, to I'm, open I'm it. It says right here, employee owned, righteously independent. Oh, <laughs> that, that is was... well worth the upcharge for the nitro. Are you joking my ass? Boom. All right, well, don't like jip a, my ass again. I'm Jake. actually Whoa, let's be careful though. Right. We have a, a international viewership at this point though, so we don't want to uh <laughs> All right, there you go. Here's half of your beer. Thank you kindly. This thing is, I mean, they don't—they're not joking around with the milkiness. This is, yeah, I'm looks all, like a I'm shake. all foam right now at this I, point. I could so. have this post gym and feel good about it. Why don't, why don't you sip it first, and I'll sip it once my foam settles. No, out. we're gonna cheers. We're gonna take a sip. All right, cheers. Oh wow. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. That's a damn good beer. This is the fourth seed, Left Hand Brewing Co. Milk Stout Nitro. America's stout. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I love claiming ownership over something you have no authority to do so. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, Jake, I'm going to go ahead and uh, assume your – I'm going to predict your assessment of this okay. I'll So it's got a velvety texture. That mm. – nobody nobody could disagree with Shit's that. Shit's soft, bro. And, uh, and sometimes you need that in a beverage. I also think for you as a dark beer uh, skeptic – at this point, um, coming around maybe, but a skeptic. So I think I'm a dark beer truther, really. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, who, who do we need on? Uh, Kyrie? No, no, that's not. No, he's a flat earther. Uh, we don't need any truthers on this show, actually. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, I think that this one has a fighting chance for you because it's somewhat of a tame flavor. Uh, it's more it, like it's just as much a textural experience as it is flavorful. Mm. Um, you know, you there's know no, a, there's no offensive texture. sweetness. There's no offensive uh, coffee flavor. Uh, I think this one has a chance in Jake's mind. All right. So I, I'm going to respond to the criticism on behalf of my client. All right. <laughs> I think that uh, while I agree with you, it's got that nice um, velvety. Yeah. I was going to say like, you know, you know, when you're uh, going to Bed Bath & Beyond and you're looking at what uh, sheet I want and they've got all the I try not thread to counts. 
You know, they got the thread counts. And, you know, you ask them like, oh, what what sheet should I get? And you can tell that they're like, this is my moment. You know, like (laughs) finally I'm being asked my expertise on something that they've been training for years on. Yeah. And I think that this – I think the thread count is a little too high on this thing. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, I, I, I just said that to I just said that because I know it make you mad. You're trying uh, to like go to pop uh, filter <laughs> issue out of me there. <laughs> I think uh, it oh. it it tastes really good. I think that what you were saying about it not having any of those bad notes, not having any of those like I think at a certain point, like the whole point of beer, right, is that it it's kind of the the balance, right? It's it's kind of lady law in between taste and that shit you don't like, but it has alcohol in it, right? Yeah. Like that's why I really like IPAs is that when you have a good IPA, you drink it and you're like, hmm, do I like this? You know, like <laughs> it's got that – it feels like you just got punched in the mouth. And I think yeah. with these, like they're trying so hard to be the opposite of that, right? Where they're they're pampering your mouth, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like like I, I feel like maybe this is because I'm such a – I'm such a like you said. I'm a truther yeah. of stouts that I'm like that. I'm like, bro. Where's the where is it? You know, is yeah. is this it? Because maybe here let's let's do this. Let's crack open the number five C, the Guinness, and then we'll see what's yeah what. yeah okay. All right, get that one going. I don't want to delve too much in the details of the, the truth or the lies, or the silkiness or whatever of the Guinness. Um, crack it. Let's drink it. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, Oh, and it wails at you a little bit there. It's, it's happy to see you. Uh, so we're going to, again, I think we've done this perhaps in another episode, perhaps not. Uh, incredible draft aesthetic here, by the way, that Jake just achieved, um, pouring the Guinness. But uh, we're going to pull back the curtain here, as I think we may or may not have done in a, form, uh, a past episode. Um, we admit that this episode is being recorded well ahead of release, okay? This is not live radio. Yep. Um, and some number of weeks or months ago, as you listen to this, uh, in the U.S. at least, coronavirus became a real problem. And Jake and I are existing in that time. But we are going to tell you, we're going to predict right now. I, I thought of this earlier today, and I, I can't wait to in eight weeks hear how spot on my prediction is and how wildly off yours is. What does the world look like? Uh, how many episodes are we ahead? It's like nine weeks from now, basically. Yeah, probably. Probably. Okay. Uh, so uh, April, May. We're looking at like late May, early late June, May. maybe. Right. What does the world look like? What's the status of of Corona? Yep. Do you have it, by the oh, way? Oh, I got it. I already know. You think you got it? No, I, I I already know. Oh, you think you have it in March? Is this March Jake talking or, or May Jake talking? Oh, I think we is, need to like this is these. Sorry, this is March Jake saying, I already know it's going to happen. Wait, hold on. Cheers me on the Guinness. Have Cheers you taken a sip yet? Cheers. So let me take a sip of my Guinness, then I'll make my prediction. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Come, All to, right. come to Papa. It's martial law, bro. Okay. The helicopters <laughs> are coming down. No one can leave their house. You know, we're all just watching reruns of the Smurfs. <laughs> that's all we have <laughs> that's all we have left i've got my vhs of the smurfs that i dug out <laughs> there's so because because what's going to happen is that you know netflix is just going to straight up run out of shows and they're going to be like we got nothing like people are f- you know foaming at the mouth for more content <laughs> throw on the smurfs <laughs> like i would imagine at the, at the netflix office they have this big like you know bulletproof glass wall Inside, there's a USB drive. Smurfs. <laughs> Seasons one through four. <laughs> right? And then it says at the top, in case of emergency, break glass. 
And I, I think that that's what's going to happen is that we're we're living in a yeah. world where Netflix is running out of content. I think that really summarizes okay. what's going to happen. What about you, Dylan? Uh, wow, that was. I knew your prediction was going to be awful, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think that was going to be it. Uh, no, I'm going to go because I don't know. I like to challenge myself. I've got sort of a personality that's like really cutting edge like that. I think I, I really want to go. I want to try to nail it. I'm going to okay. try to nail okay. it right now. So, uh, in the past, what, nine weeks, um, you've seen, uh, a crash in the stock, stock market worse than the re- recession, great recession. Uh, you have seen, this is a low hanging fruit, toilet paper and canned goods run out across the country. You've got like, uh, I don't know who provides those, uh, pampers or whatever. Oh, those are diapers, but they probably do. It's okay, too. Uh, those people, their stock is through the roof. So bye, bye, bye. Um, what, do you, what do you think NSYNC is doing to prepare for the coronavirus? Uh, Maybe that's how you should. I think they're just time. still doing exactly what they were doing. They, they, they might have no idea. I think NSYNC might be just locked in their basement, just like huffing paint thinner as they've been doing wow. for the past like three years. Wait, hold on, unaware. hold on a second. You're saying that the past three years of time, NSYNC has been just sniffing paint and i'm not sniffing you know that 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 shows some lack of effort they're huffing it they're huffing paint thinner in their basement i'm lost (laughs) you've never heard of huffing paint no i don't i'm not i know that about huffing paint dylan i'm at tufts university all right but wait is instinct releasing music am i crazy have they been irrelevant amen amy gotta help you check i assumed that they wait hold on have they released music recently yeah recently my assumption was that they have they have been and will continue to be irrelevant, and they have been for I don't know I mean, years. I'd say they're not irrelevant, even if they hadn't been releasing music. Okay. They're a very relevant group of musicians. Do, do you believe? I, I does that does that preclude the fact that they could be huffing paint thinner continuously? <laughs> oh, they probably are. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Okay, it's a it's a simple majority, right. Jake. I'm I sorry. think. All right, yeah, I know. I just got voted out there. Um, Jesus. What an episode, man. Um, I think like, I... Like four minutes in and you've just like lost your breath and you're sitting down. <laughs> um, you know, I'm looking at our, our normal litmus test of yeah. the beers is which one have you drank more of. Yeah. Um, well, you, you I did not pour yourself. very easily. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, which I appreciate. I appreciate... Fuck me, dude. I, I'm never going to say appreciate. We'll, we'll edit it. Out. I appreciate you yeah. uh, for pouring me, uh, you know, as I would hope to be poured at a bar. It was generous. Um, wait, which one are you slamming down? I feel like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm enjoying both of these greatly. Um, I think that our, uh, my favorite so far is the, let me think. So like Guinness, when I drink it, it's got that, um, it's got that nostalgia feel to it, right? Like it has a, um, I, it (laughs) enters, I was going to say enters my mouth and (laughs) I, I, I holstered it, uh, I, I think about it and I don't know, man. It, I, it, so I think one thing we need to address, this is something that – this is a PSA. As we have labeled this podcast, self-help, this is like the you know timestamp that should be in the description. Guinness is not high ABV and is not high calorie. Whoever told you that uh, is a virgin, okay? <laughs> 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 they're lying to you. No, they just don't wow. know. People are stupid and they're like, dark beers taste kind of heavy. You know, there's a thick foam on top that lingers for a long time. 
people assume it's very high alcohol. And when some, you know, 19 year old kid gets his hands on a Guinness, they act like they just ripped like nine shots of vodka. And to those people, I say, shame on you, you phonies. Speaking of, speaking of a 19 year old ripping nine shots of vodka. We would never condone that. That's what you're speaking of. Don, what, what was the first time that you got drunk? Uh, <laughs> um, the ha- it has to be a good story, which is why I asked you. It's, it is simply not. Really? Um, yeah. well, that actually makes it a good story. It's, it, the, the, uh, so I, I can, I, I think my folks will eventually listen to this and I can assure you that the assumption you were under up until I was what, uh, 18 or 19, 19, uh, was true. I was a complete goody two shoes. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's the reason why I uh, won best to bring home to mom and dad in high school. Cause I was a loser. <laughs> it's best to bring that to home. Uh, no. So it was freshman fall of college. Uh, I was nervous. Uh, it was orientation and there was this kid on our hall, Carson. Uh, and oh my he, goodness, Carson. Do you remember the name? I yeah. remember. And big personality. Yeah. And there were like a bunch of us who were like the kind of the like uh, more goody two shoes kids on our side of the hall who were like, I think we're supposed to like, like do something. Like it's nighttime. We're supposed to do something in college. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm imagining like a room of like five people just silently looking at each other. No, we were discussing like the the pros and cons. Like you know, we literally had like a whiteboard going with these things. Right, right. And uh, it's it a group project. It yeah, a group project. And Carson, uh, you know, benevolently comes. He comes down the hall, and he says, "Look, parentheses losers, come down to my room. I've got some booze that people got." And I was like, "Scandalous! Uh, you should you should join us. Have as, as much or as little as you'd like. I can tell you're losers." All that, you know, there was some, there were undertones of this stuff, but I was like, okay, that's really nice. So we go down. He, it's like a really awkward thing where three quarters of the room has never drank before, or at least like not in like a college way. So we all like sit on the bed, beds, like as if, you know, we're going to get like a thermometer put under our tongues. Like it's, it's like a real exam situation. And he, Carson's been imbibing. He's, he's after it. And he brings out a flabongo. You ever seen one of those things? A flabongo. I have not actually. Uh, well, it's like the flamingo thing that you put, uh, like a, uh, it's not taxidermy. It's like plastic flamingo that you put in your front yard. Yep. Uh, that I shouldn't say you do. I hope I know nobody who does that, but people, <laughs> human beings do this. Right. They make this choice. Um, and you snip off, what did he do? He snipped off the nose and created a hole in like the foot or something. Uh, and you invert it and you pour a beer into it and you drink the Holy beer through cow. there. And so I said, hell no. That looks dangerous. That looks like binge drinking, Carson. And I'm not about that. Uh, so I took one shot the first night. It was very methodical, actually. And this was orientation, so we were drinking several nights in a row. So my approach was I'm going to have one drink. I can't remember if it was a shot or a beer. And increase that number every night wow. until I've decided my limit and – it was the fourth night. I was like, okay, four drinks for 18 or 19-year-old Dylan in college. That's enough. And that was like what I did for some period of time and like approached it like that, you know, uh, stepwise from then on. Wow. Um, so – You're yeah. a smart man. I didn't think you were that smart, Dylan. I didn't think so either. It was pure <laughs> luck. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was exactly how I did it. I think after that, things got uh, a little bit more freeform. Mm. Um, you just had to kind of let yeah. la- Lady Luck take a – yeah. Take the reins. But for, for a period of time, for a period of time, uh, I was 
a, a quite the uh, uptight little schmucker about that one. Um, <laughs> you gotta watch yourself, Dylan. <laughs> I, I mean, I was. It was. It was. It was. Uh, it was fun though. I mean, I appreciated Carson was like way you know stereotypically like cooler. Um, and although we very much did not remain friends, uh, I still like even I gave him the benefit of the doubt in the future. Knowing like, yeah, you like, you reached out a helping hand right. to us. You, you knew that I was his. toast. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. I, I was just yeah, going to be playing Call of Duty. like, oh my, not again. Yeah. <laughs> not this type of kid. Like, this kid's going to be playing Call of Duty for like 12 hours a day during orientation <laughs> every day. And that's it. And he's going to make no friends. And that was exactly what would have happened if I hadn't like walked down the hall. Shout out to Carson. This one goes out to Carson. All right. Cheers. Cheers, dude. Uh, cheers to Carson. Cheers to Carson. He's not dead. Don't worry. We didn't pour one out. We just cheers. <laughs> Um, so if we're going to jump back into the beers for a second, oh, wait, hold I on, forgot, hold. Don, I forgot. I, I, I was going to jump back into the beers, but I, I'm struggling between the two. This is actually, I think the closest for me that I have been between. So I mean, I that need, makes sense. This is the fourth versus the five state, right? Okay, so we fucking killed it again with the yeah. seating. Uh, I need another few seconds to arrive on my decision. And I think the only way to do that is passive drinking. Uh, I got to hear your your virgin okay. drinking story. Let me take oh, You don't have to have been a virgin when you did it, but the first time you drank. First time I drank? Knowing that your parents may or may not listen to this. Yeah. So the, the first time I got, <laughs> well, like the first time I drank was like, I, I don't remember, right? Like when we, like I had had, alcohol was kind of just like part of life, yeah. you know? Uh, Arguably the, like a healthier way to right. view it than like the typical American way, which is like lock it away and tell kids it's poison. Right. I remember the first time I, I realized that like alcohol was like dangerous was when we had this, uh, my dad had this bottle, I think it was called like 140 something, but it was this like 70 proof um, Spanish. I don't even know what the type of liquor was. Cause I don't know. And he poured a shot. And so we used to, this is a interesting insight in the Mingola. Okay, let's have it. okay. So when my mom would go on business trips, the thing that we would always do is we would light alcohol on fire. This was a bonding experience for the Mongola boys and my dad. Light it on fire. The way that you light it on fire, pour a shot, put it in the microwave for a couple minutes, heat it up, then you take your lighter, torches. So it gets bl- what turns all blue. the alcohol to the top of it? It just that- it just heats it up. Okay. So you know the, the three components of fire, you got your heat, your oxygen, and then your Fuel, I think, is the last one. Okay. <laughs> Sounds really good. I to was me. really confident on the first two. <laughs> and I really probably really fuel. knows that. So so you just you need the heat, right? Because okay. if imagine you just have a you know a, a lukewarm thing of alcohol. If you just put a you know, I mean you can it's really hard to light a beer on fire. You can't right? like you can't exactly. But if you yeah. heat it up and you have something that's sufficiently alcoholic, it will burn. Yeah. And it turns really it's a really pretty color. It's like a nice blue. So we used to do this all the time. And I remembered that like certain alcohols would burn more than others, right? And I was like, oh, those are the dangerous ones because they really spark. Oh. Um, so you think like the, like the visual effect is what was going to happen to the human being who ingested right. yeah, well, it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was... That's kid logic, but it kind of makes sense. Yeah, probably like six-year-old at this You point. were actually pretty correct. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, the first time I ever got like like drunk was we were in uh, Dan Wilkins' basement. This would have been, I think, my junior year. They call him Summer before Dan. Enabler Dan. <laughs> Uh, this would have been shat, uh, probably the summer before my junior year of high school. Start early, Jesus. and I remember we we had drank a few times before, and I remember thinking to myself like, "Man, it's weird that I'm just immune to alcohol." You know, like I have a shot or two, and it just doesn't affect me. <laughs> I remember I remember thinking this, and then 
sooner or later, you know, it caught up to me <laughs> where I was like, you know, 30 seconds I go from, man, I'm immune to alcohol. And then, wow, the, it's weird that the earth is spinning around me, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that I, I cannot control my legs as I flail around this room. Uh, that was my experience with it. It was, it was, it was like pretty much getting hit by a freight train. Yeah. It sounds like quickly. quite the sobering event. Actually. Yeah. It was, it was, a, it was a, it was a long term sobering. Yeah. It was a quick start and a quick end yeah. <laughs> to that story. That's fair. Um, yeah. I, I think, uh, so we, I guess we sort of have, we had the two extremes of like how to right. start drinking, uh, minus the light in the end of fire. Like, Dan Wilkin was a yeah Dan. his his ba- basement and Carson's uh, dorm room we had you know it was methodical on my end and sort of uh, overzealous on yours, um, but you know as long as you uh, don't get killed doing it at least uh, I don't know you, just the way she goes man <laughs> I don't know whether it's good or not but <laughs> we both survived so we did both survive which who knows man yeah I'm just going for a B plus B plus <laughs> that's like you, you remember when like teachers would make you grade your own shit in high school yeah. and they'd be like, what do you think you got on this? And I'd be like, Oh my God, like a B plus a minus. Like, of course. Yeah. yeah. I always like do this, toss a slash in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of in this range. I think I <laughs> hope that was really what I would say is like, bro, come on. Just like, give me the good grade. Like where I feel like there was this weird dynamic where it's just like, Hey man, like, yeah, I'm just here to, yeah. to, to get to the next level. Right. All right. Like, it's like, we don't have to have this like intellectual, like game of do si do with <laughs> yeah. like an adult versus a child. Like, just tell me what I got. Pops. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so I'm still, despite your riveting, mm. uh, Mingola male insight into drinking, I, I'm going to be very honest. I have not come up with an answer, uh, here. Uh, but I think we should in the near future. Um, I, I have my answer. So why don't you go first? Well, <laughs> uh, okay. As I said, I don't have an answer. No, don't. I, I'm, I'm going to okay, here it is. Here it is. Let's put the, put the boom. pedal to the metal. I'm going to say that I'm heartbroken by the fact that the Guinness comes across as, as watery in this, uh, world, but also Guinness is low ABV. Like it is more watery right. to the taste buds. So you'd expect that if I were going to have a bunch, if I were gonna have even more than one, I would say I'd take a Guinness. Um, but we didn't really define this well. And I mm. think, you know, it's like, is this a beer that you'd rather have overall or a beer you'd rather have one of? And since we didn't define it, I feel like I have to default to the world we're living in right now, which is like, I'm having one of each. Right. And if I'm going to have one of each, I, with great pain and anxiety and, you know, uh, ancestors rolling over in their graves, I think I have to choose the milk stout. I agree with you. I think that the Guinness is just like, it's a little bit, it feels like the milk stout is just a better Guinness, right? It's like they took Guinness and they're like, I think we can improve this, you know, like they, but they if, added you, if you were to have several, I think the left hand would become like cloying, like that oh, flavor. I like so. I think it would no, coat your tongue. It's got the small bubbles, bro. <laughs> it's I got don't that know, velvet. Small <laughs> um, well, regardless of why we agree, because I'm not willing to accept that, I think we do agree. Um, we've got we've we're gonna crown the left hand milk stout the victor uh, again going to seed Jeez. in the dark beers region. Um, so that'll wrap up our first round. Of the dark beers region, we're going to go into uh, everybody who's at least won one game. Uh, they're going to go face off in the next round. 
Um, and we're going to start to make our way to a victor in the region. I'm pretty excited about it. I am too. So catch you later. Do we talk now? <laughs>